to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Welcome to episode 169 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. He's just quickly unscrewing his wine bottle. Um, it is probably a problem that he's drinking so much on the podcast, but uh, you know, apparently it's been a rough day, week. I, I, I told him today is not a glass day. Today's a bottle day, so I brought a bottle down. It does not feel like it's been a week since we last sat in the garage and recorded a podcast. It feels like it's been, uh, well, in some respects much longer and in other ways much shorter. But it's been exactly a week, hasn't it? It, it has, was, it, was, it has, yeah. definitely. Uh, so there we go. Um, sad news this week, super sad news. Uh, I will share it on the Chris and Sam podcast Facebook page. It's probably the only place I have not shared it. Is uh, my pumpkin died? Oh yeah. Chris is wondering what was going on there for a sec. Uh, <laughs> oh my, yeah, that. No. My pumpkin rotted from the inside, and but the skin stayed intact, and it was like a soft soccer ball, and it fermented, so it didn't smell as bad as what they normally do. Uh, but it was uh, very alcohol smelling. Uh, I'm glad Chris didn't catch a whiff of it in case he tried to like suck up some of the liquid. But uh, I would have been out there with a straw, bro. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, these things happen, and I'm uh, you know I'm experienced with this sort of stuff, so I'm used to it. But if it happens to a first time grower, it really puts them off. But um, hey, did you did we make any jokes about it being episode 169? No, didn't no. think that at all. No, no. Okay. What are you going to say, Chris? I, you probably I, I, don't even know I'm what that, that means. Childish. I can't. I'll, I'll look it up and see what it means later. You'll Google it and uh, be in for a shock. <laughs> Talking you in that cup thing. Two girls on cup thing. <laughs> oh, that's. No, nah, don't worry about that. Uh, at, talking about the carnival, I have Dean and Finn taking photographs from TEDx. Oh, nice. So they're all keen. Oh, yeah. And yep. I've got a videographer. I uh, can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's going to send me his showreel. And he's really keen to show me his footage from Extreme Disc Golf, I think it was. Extreme Disc Golf? Is that what they call it when they throw the frisbees around? Oh, right, right, right. I know the one you mean. I think that's what it was. And he was really excited about it. And he's going to bring two cameras. And one's got a wide angle lens. And the other's got a zoom. And then he might strap a GoPro onto something. And then, have you got photographers? Yep, sweet. I can utilize their footage into the video for shots that I don't get. But there's photos of it. And he was like all over the place. So I'm like, awesome. And I might have a third photographer coming if she ever answers her phone. But um, <laughs> that's okay. So, how far away are we? How, what's uh, T minus forty six days? I think forty six days. Yeah, okay. yeah. Seems closer somehow. It, it does because I've still got so much to do. But that's okay. Yeah, and I'm getting uh, getting into the uh, TEDx stuff, or rather, I should be because I was supposed to get those applications out sometime this week, and that has not been done yet. So it will be done this weekend, which is not. Well, that's good. Hey, you know how I run uh, Opshop Directory? Yes, the I web- do. The website for uh, finding op shops in New Zealand. This spo- podcast sponsored by the web, the Opshop Directory. Oh, oh fuck! Let me let me have a glass of wine and, and start that again. Oh, he's slurring his words. He makes no sense. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> this is your first time here. He's not always like this most of the time. But um, this episode brought to you by the Opshop Directory. So anyway, um, I you know it, I just plot along with it. I really should be doing so much more with it, but it's not a huge passion of mine. But it makes me some money. But anyway, 
I get an email. Uh, so all the big, all the big op shops already contact me. So the Red Cross sent through any changes. SPCA sent through changes. Um, I think uh, the other one will be Saint uh, Saint John's do. Uh, Vincent's and Vinnie's. I don't think I've heard from them. But anyway, this time I heard from the hospice shop. Oh, okay. You know. So there's a woman. Are you talking about a local one or the national? Waikato Hospice? Oh, yeah, yeah. They have eight stores. Yeah. It has been brought to our attention. So every time I get an email from someone through the op shop directory, I read it as if they're really angry. Um, they're probably <laughs> not, but in my head, I'm just like, sure. Yeah. Um, it's been brought to our attention that you have the wrong information on your website. Some of the stores aren't even open anymore, and we'd like you to rectify it. Here is a list of all the op shops and gave me a link, right? So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I've got time. Boom. I sort out. I, I get rid of four shops. I add four new shops, and I update all eight within 20 minutes because I'm the man. And that just blows them away because they're used to dealing with people that take about a week. So I reply. And then an email bounces back, and it says, this email doesn't exist and i'm like well it says she emailed me but what she's done is she's filled out her email on the form so and that's the reply address so i'm like okay um and i thought no i better let them know so i go to their website find a contact form i'm like hey i've done all these changes but the email doesn't work you might want to look into that because you might not be able you know that might be causing you problems so they get back to me the same woman gets back to me oh thank you so much for getting back in touch with us that's really cool I get my personal email address confused with my work one. I put the she like put the the start of her personal address and the end of the work address together. Ah, <laughs> uh, she should just add that. And so. she's in charge of all their marketing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, I was going to say, uh, we need somebody to help with our marketing at TEDx Recura. She's out. <laughs> yeah, so um, there we go. I thought you might enjoy that. No, that's, that's genius. That's awesome. So, what do we got here? Oh, you're taking forever. Hey, and um, back in episode 124, I mentioned that Tom Cruise was in New Zealand. And he was oh, supposedly yeah. training for the last 12 months to do a stunt in the next Mission oh, that's Impossible. Right. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dehydrated more than drunk. Mission Impossible Fallout, which is the sixth movie in the, in the mm. series. So yeah. that's all cool. But they've actually released a small trailer talking about what he's been doing, right? Right. So he says to the um, stunt director in that, and he says, we need to go to Airbus, who make helicopters... And I need to learn how to be a pilot, right? And um, it's about 2,000... Yeah, if you're Airbus at this point in time, you're going, yeah, we can teach you for free. Can we take a little bit of footage in this and use it in our marketing? Oh, they will be Totally, right? Like, you, that's a no-brainer. Anyway, sorry. So This if, is the shit you can do when you're Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, yeah. He's crazy. So if you, if you train for eight hours a day for three months, you get to the skill of novice pilot, which is about 2,000 hours, right? But he needs to be an expert, so he works around the clock for 12 months learning how to fly helicopters. So when he does the stunt, he because he's like, I don't like green screens, I want people to know that I'm flying the helicopter. So the most helicopters they have in the air at the time, including all the ones filming him and the one he's chasing or being chased by, uh, is 13 helicopters. Holy crap! And they've all got to be in visual contact with each other so they don't crash into each other. And he does a, he's flying through a canyon and he's basically in this big air fight. And um, at one point he throws the helicopter in a 360 degree downward spiral and then pulls it out. 
and the cameras, uh, the helicopter's rigged with fixed cameras all on him in the back and in the front, and you can just see him flying this helicopter. It's mad. So that's insane. Dude, he, he, he's, who doesn't want to be Tom Cruise? But the question... Well, if you leave out the Scientology. The que- yeah, well, the question is, is Zenu giving him this power? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're on form today. So, That's good. No, but like, if he wasn't part of Scientology, and they didn't have all the stuff that they can blackmail with him with, like he's probably gay, would he be still the same person he is now? Or does he need that confidence boost of being their top person? I'm just interesting to see... Like, it'd be really cool in a parallel universe just to have Tom Cruise normal without Scientology. Because he's very, very dedicated to learning stuff. Is he still dedicated to Scientology, or is he just trotted out when he's every now and again when it's I don't know. He must be giving him millions and millions of dollars. He must be. He must be. Because I didn't think he was that into it anymore. I didn't think he was that associated with it anymore. No, he is. He's their top person. So I think, I think he still turns up at all their big events. Okay. Because I think he vis- I'm sure they said at some point he visited the New Zealand branch while he was here filming. Okay. But anyway. So if, uh, if you haven't seen, listened to it, you should listen to our uh, episode where we discussed watching the documentary on Scientology, which was <coughs> insane and really amazing. And I can't remember bugger all about it. Uh, but I think it's called Out of the Clear or Going Clear. One going of the Clear. Going I Clear. Think, yeah, yeah. But anyway, Mission Impossible 6, I'm looking forward to seeing that and seeing the stunts. It looks oh, really cool. Are you looking forward to seeing Black Panther? Are you going to see that at the movies? I very rarely see any movies at the movies. Yeah, So, true. no. I'm, but I, I can see all the hype around I, it. I think I'll go. But yeah, I, I just I saw some stuff today and, and people, there was a video I, I re- uh, tweeted it on the NZ Filmmakers podcast. Um, I saw Facebook it, but page. I didn't watch it. And, and the guy's just going like... If you're a, if you're a white guy who's complaining about the fact that there's all these black people in this film and it's faced, based in a uh, part of it's based in a mythical black country in Africa. All oh, right, yep. So uh, in my based- in my head, and I haven't seen it. In my head, it's like the Amazon thing, yeah, you know, yeah where yeah. Wonder Woman comes from. Yeah, it's a mythical thing where it's but it's all women. based on comic books, it's, isn't it's it? Like, it's yeah, not, exactly. So yeah. I'm like. But apparently it's such a big deal because all these people are upset about it. Like, There's some very insecure people in America. Yeah, most of them are white. They need their guns. So yes, that's Trump's uh, solution. Hey, you've seen that. He wants to arm all the teachers now. Like, true, I thought it was a joke. Yeah, no. I. Mm. But a, one, one, one teacher actually said, he came out today and he said, look, I'm, I've got rifles, I'm a really good shot. But he said, in that situation, I don't know if I could easily take out a school shooter. Yeah, there's so many arguments to be made against that. Just one of them is, SWAT turns up, there's a guy running around with a gun. Bang. Oh, he was a good guy. Yeah. Like, what? I've got some crazy Americans that I follow on Facebook due to giant pumpkins have you have you seen the? Cons- I already love this story. Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen the conspiracy theories about some of the kids no. and the crisis actors that CNN pays and flies them in, and they've got this footage of all the four school shootings, and they've got a picture of the same girl crying in all four, and then she's at a CNN function and she's there, and they're like, "See, they just fly her in," and then there's a guy, this kid, and he said something. They hit him up. Uh, the guy asked him, and he said, "Oh." He said, if, if you've come to my school and you saw my school production, you'd quickly understand that I can't act. Um, so, no, I'm not an actor. Because he appeared on TV like two years ago when something else happened, but he happened to be on holiday. 
I think is the real story. But these Americans are like dead set going, nah, nah, this is all fake. It's all fake. And they 100% believe it. And they must have their guns. Because the problem is, it's not the tool, it's the people. They've all got mental health issues. That's the problem. If, if they didn't have guns, they'd just stab them. Yeah, That's 17, right. 18 people? Hmm. No, no, they keep pointing to uh, some school stabbing from about four years ago where they stabbed 12 people. But don't think any of them died. Yeah, that's the difference. You know? huh? um, on that, did you see Flor- the whole Florida um, House? I guess that's the Senate of Florida. Uh, approves the bill to post and God we trust in all public schools. Well, that's what we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what's the other one? Prayers so, and thoughts and prayers. Yeah, yeah. No, but this um, sponsor representative Kim Daniels, a Jacksonville Democrat who runs her own ministry. Funny that. Yeah, funny. Uh, I wonder. I wonder how that's getting tied said, in. Yeah, said Florida needed the legislation given the goings on in the state. Quote. He is not a Republican or a Democrat. He is not black or white. He is the light, and our schools need light in them like never before. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm not so gonna that's s- going to help. Well, I'm not going to say anything because, you know, people believe in different things, but um, it's pretty crazy that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you're passing that in government. I, that, is just, that just does my head in, honestly. So I, I, Sam might be a little uh, less biased than me, but I'm, I'm not into that. No, I'm not into it at all. Oh, I didn't say you're into it, but no, yeah, no, I'm, just, I'm, just I'm, I'm making very clear. Into that. I mean, I, I am for people believing in whatever they want to believe in. They just don't need to push it on other people. Let's change pace quite a bit. Okay, you go. have a budget. I do. You struggle with your budget. I have a budget. I struggle with a budget. Uh, yeah, I do because I keep buying things. Yeah, yeah, I keep buying. I've lunch. got two hundred stickers coming, <laughs> and next week I might give some away to a lucky listener. Stay tuned. Anyway, um, I think we should go on holiday to India. What's happening in India? Borrow, borrow a few million and come back because that'd be cool. Um, do you think? Is it? It sounds like it's easy though. It sounds too good to be true. Is so, it reverse scamming? No, no. It, it's a big problem they've got with the banking system over there, and they give away money. We've all got the time. a Bank of India down the road. <laughs> do we need to go see them? <laughs> Actually, I should go and say that. Can I borrow one point eight billion? Um, so the the biggest story at the moment is PBA um, uh, is the company or something. But this billionaire had borrowed one point eight billion dollars to fold on the loans left the country, and I was like. Wow, that's pretty bad. So I, I look into it a little bit more. And oh, oh, recently, so this guy was into jewellery. I've got his name in there. I'm just not going to bother with all that shit. Um, You'll find a link at the show notes at the Chris and Sam podcast, podcast.com forward slash EP169. Yes. So anyway, so it's, I've got two stories in there that we'll link up. But so uh, this guy was a jewellery magnate and he sell, sold jewellery to high class like celebrities and yeah, all that yeah, high stuff, level right? yeah, yeah. Yep. so um, anyway he's got scarped with 1.8 billion the CBI which is the Central Bureau of Investigation for India uh, chasing him around the world trying to find him yep. his lawyer says he's on a business trip and uh, uh, they're exaggerating how much he owes and uh, he's not like on the run or anything uh, but nobody can find him uh, and course. I was like oh that's a bit Bizarre, that would never happen twice. Oh, hang on. Three weeks previous, the guy that does Kingfisher beer, 
You've heard of Kingfisher Beer? We have. Uh, Kingfisher has unofficially sponsored the podcast in the past. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I must get some more of that. Um, and uh, Kingfisher Beer, uh, th- he actually bought an li- airline for his son and called it Kingfisher Airlines, and it went cool. bust. <laughs> I mean, that's, So he yeah. did the same thing, but for $1.4 billion. So I reckon if you and I go, and so I look at this other thing and they go, there's billions and billions of dollars of this happening, like over the period of a year. Yeah. And that's only counting anything over $100,000. Anything default under $100,000, they don't count. Oh, I could go with um, 99000 Yeah, well, I reckon if we go for a million or two, it's not being rude. But it's I mean, not it's, all, it's all to scale though, isn't it? Yeah. Like the guys are with a billion years and then they're defaulting on billions. So. Yeah, oh yeah, because this last one, uh, I forgot his name, it's... His surname's Davi or Dovi or something like that, uh, which is the same as the Prime Minister, but they're not related, like Smith and Smith. And oh, and yep. uh, but his last uh, appearance was in um, Davos in Switzerland. Remember Trump went there to see all the wealthy people oh, in the bankers' yeah. conference? Yeah, that's it. That's when they all flew in. Hey, um, I come across a YouTube channel... Uh that apparently seems quite popular with the kids these days. And uh, it's interesting. So it's called Dr. Squish. And okay. it's a female. And all you see is her hands. So it's shot over her shoulder. And uh, like a cartoon or a real person? No, no, real person. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, real life. And she gets these squishy toys. So imagine um, toys in the shape of animals and these Japanese characters and just balls or whatever. So you like foam? You're no, about- they're like rubber and you can squeeze them and sometimes you can see goo inside them or there will be like glitter inside them. Sometimes stress balls are like that. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm getting the picture. Yeah. And there's okay. all these different types. But she goes to Japan and goes and buys a whole bunch and brings them back. And what she does is she just opens one up and she goes, oh, look at this one. It's got this and that in it. Oh. And then she just cuts it open and goes, oh, this is what's inside it. So uh, not meant to be cut open, right? No, not at all. She's just destroying them. And she's, oh, my God, this is so cute and all this stuff. She has over a million followers right now. What? And almost all her videos have half a million views, if not more. And they're getting like half a million views in about a day. So I don't know how old this is or anything, but she said she's the number one squishy toy person on YouTube. <laughs> it's like me saying I'm the number one clean skin Sauvignon Blanc, Blanc drinker on uh, podcasts just because I've drunk half a bottle of that today. Yeah, but I think it's consistency. Like if you were doing a wine podcast. Yeah, okay. But right. anyway, it's interesting to see what people are watching. So yeah, it's funny. You're like just talking about that random like niche thing. We've been uh, playing with warheads earlier today. Yes. Which are really sour lollies from the US. Yep. Um, actually, some of those are made in Thailand, but some of them are made in the US. And that liquid one was China. Yeah, okay. Um, and, yeah, he said Thailand to me. No, nah, it said on the back, China. Okay. Right. Unless they're talking about the box, maybe. <clears throat> no, well, he he went through the whole range with me, so he was telling me So very it. similar for old people, if you remember, short circuits. Not as old as me, because I don't remember these No, short all. circuits were the things when I was a kid, super sour little lollies, individually packed. I think they're like 10 cents each. And part of their whole marketing drive is they've organised to get kids to video themselves, put them on YouTube, stick these in your put put ten of these in your mouth and not um, flinch. Or who's the first one not to yeah. make a face? Uh, we tried <laughs> tried it with Sam's daughter just before, and she tried hard, but she 
still made move, a bit yeah, of a face. Yeah, move a bit. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, anyway, so... And there's a spray, which I just find bizarre. Uh, there's a sour spray. You just spray that in your mouth. Um, yeah, see, the only thing I see, like, that size is... Uh, what do you call it? A, a mouth deodorizer. Mouth fresh. No. Mouth fresh thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense to me. But a sour watermelon spray, I think that one was we had upstairs. Yeah. It's like, uh, why would you do that? I don't know. I, uh, I, I was trawling Kickstarter today because every now and then I have a look. There's a thing on there and I find it uniquely interesting. Is this a drop kick or kickstart? Well, it's almost over, so I don't know. But we'll, <laughs> we'll see what you reckon. But it's called Ma- it's a Kiwi one. I've been trying to find New Zealand ones. And there's not that many on there. There's only about five or six active New Zealand kickstarts at the moment. <laughs> not since the tab guy. <laughs> not since the tab guy ruined it for everybody. Can tab. Can tab. Look up can tab. I'm the Chris and Sam <laughs> podcast.com on the search bar. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, and if you really want to laugh and get wide up, I know it's going. Two magnets and a piece of string. I think it's tape. tape. I think it's episode 13. <laughs> Check that out. I rage that, up. That, that raged Sam for a year. I could bring. I could just say two magnets and a piece of tape and get uh, angry. <sighs> so anyway, sorry. So these, this thing's called Magnapets. I'm going to pour another glass of wine. Okay. Magna Pets. Now, they wanted $30,000. They've got three days left, and so far they've only got $1,000. So they're not doing very well. But basically, it's a whole bunch of soft toys that pull apart and stick back together with magnets. So, and when you say so, I, I, I sound like a, a rec- broken record. Are we talking about foam ones this time, or are we talking about... Soft toys, like stuffed soft toys. Stuffed. Oh, okay. So mind. for $50, which is the kit... You get a T-Rex, a panda, a lion, a penguin, a unicorn, a zebra, and a kitten. Oh, so they got like like you All take their arms, arms and legs, or legs come, off. come off, and you can swap them around. Yeah, so you can have a panda with T-Rex arms and uh, unicorn legs. That's pretty cool. And they took two years of development to get the magnet right, apparently. That was the biggest problem. And they've actually reached out and found... This is the thing that I thought was a bit strange. They went out and found uh, an American company that would make them and supply them. So okay. 30, so let's let's find a more expensive way to do this. Well, they wanted more higher quality and stuff, but I don't think $30,000 is going to get you far. <sighs> Who knows? But that's what I found, so check that out. Um, I yeah, again, those cool. links will be on thechristensandpodcast.com slash EP169. Look at him remembering stuff. I <laughs> know, that's awesome. Uh, third glass of wine on this podcast, and this is only a 30-minute podcast, so I'm doing well. Uh, have you yeah. have you seen the latest on The Bachelor thing? No, what? New, which where? It's American? not New Zealand Bachelor. It's batch, Heroes of New Zealand. Uh, Heroes of Bachelor. It's like different people from different countries, and it's overseas, No, and there's a New Zealander in it. And they had the big kiss test. So hang on, she- hang on. So is the New Zealand? So this is a clip from the New Zealand Bachelor. It's in a no, compilation. No, 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 no. It's another Bachelor show. Yeah. In another country. Yeah. Where they have but people that failed Bachelor. Oh, at other sorry. Countries. Okay. So it's all like um, Bachelors of the World. I yeah. Don't know. No, but Survivor do it all the time when they have the bring back all the old people. Yeah. That sort yeah, of thing. so they've got this celebrity, ra- oh, yeah, yeah. not celebrity, but you know what? So they've got this like random Kiwi. Is it a so guy or a girl? Girl, girl, girl. Yeah. And she had to kiss the guy, and everybody's judging her. And the panel are all ex Bachelor winners. This is how. This sounds amazing. Up the backside, it is. Hang it's on, just crap. hang on, hang on. 
Now, did you read this or did you watch it? I read it. I haven't seen any clips of Okay, it. just checking. I've seen one of the photos. <laughs> Two of the photos. Um, so the New Zealand girl goes to kiss. So they, they're judging the kiss. And she goes to kiss this guy. She's a blonde, white chick. And this guy's a black guy, which I don't actually think factors into it at all, except obviously in the narrative. And she goes... Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't do it. I'm going to throw up. And she runs into the toilet and starts throwing up before she can kiss him. And they've got footage of that because the camera crew followed her. I uh, saw that photo of her bending over the toilet, throwing up. And she said, "Oh, it's got nothing to do with him. I was just really nervous from all the pressure." Uh, so the, the <laughs> I love the research that you put into this, Chris. Um, it's the Bachelor Winter Games. Uh, exactly. Well, no, I did research. I just didn't remember any of it, and I can't be asked looking at it But the now. second Kiwi's still in there. So the New Zealand favourite, Lily McManus, she's still on the show, and she's looking very loved up uh, with the contestant Courtney Dober from Australia's version of The Bachelorette. So looks good. Um, that's your... Uh... But Ali. Ali was the one that struggled to hold it in, and you saw that photo. That's just so, such yeah, a sad well, photo. Yeah, that's right. We will link that story with associated photos in the uh, show notes. Very good. I just I just like, oh, my God. Oh, so there was a, uh, a cyclone, You t- and if you hadn't told me about it, I'd, I would have not known anything about it. Um, cyclone Gita? Yeah, it sounds like Gita. I think there was another one coming too. Anyway, uh, I got an email today from uh, one of our suppliers down south, Barkers. Barkers do um, professional food service stuff, piping, uh, the the jam you get in your donuts and stuff like that. They're uh, from Geraldine. I've driven past their sign but didn't stop in there for my free tastings because I didn't have time. Right. So they've sent out – and they did it really well. This is their email uh, that they sent out going, uh, there may be some delivery delays. Okay. Scroll down a little bit. Like, it's only a short email and it explains it, but below is a couple of photos. And one is a road, and it looked like, I don't know what it is, it's a coastal road, it looked like Kaikoura or something like that, but I have no idea where it was. And the the hillsides just slid so, down over yeah, the road. Yeah, so State Highway 1 Kaikoura, which they've only just opened recently after all the earthquake the earthquakes. issues, one third of the same amount of dirt they've removed now has gone back there and closed it again. That would be it. That was that photo. And the other photo was a bridge in Geraldine. This is how half of our staff get to work, and it's just cut off. And they said, notice our telephone lines, and there's these cables on either side of the bridge. Look like they're holding together with duct tape. They probably are. They probably are. And it's like, uh, so we're doing the best we can. But And I was like, you probably heard about uh, Cyclone Gita. I'm like, no. Oh, hang on. Sam said something about there being a storm. It's good so this Christmas. is the thing when you don't actually have news. No. Uh, TV. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. And uh, I see Snapchat's losing some money. Oh, right. So Kylie – no, no. Was it Kylie Jenner? No, it's one of the other Jenners. One of the Jenners. Uh, Kylie Jenner, yeah. It was Kylie Jenner. I always get mixed up now because whenever they say Jenner, I think it's the man, man girl thing. Uh, who is what's her name? Uh, I don't. Uh, Bruce, K- Caitlin, Bruce Jenner, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Jenner, <laughs> Caitlin, Bruce, Caitlin. Uh, I keep thinking it's that, but it's not. Um, Hang on. So the headline, you can tell me the story, but the headline is Kyla Jenner tweet helps sink Snapchat market value by one point three billion dollars. <laughs> what did she tweet? Uh, I don't use Snapchat anymore. I, did I say one point three billion? 
Anyway. Um, Whoa. You might want to check that article anyway. So we'll link that yeah, article. Yeah, 1.3 billion. Yeah. Um, so basically she goes, oh, I don't do chat, Snapchat anymore, um, but I still love you. My first love. So that goes out to 24.5 million people that follow her. And then, of course, the analysts go, oh, my God, all these people are – and they, they just write down the value. So it just lost all that value from one person saying that. It just blows my mind. Um, and uh, there's also a link. There's a video at the top of that story, which has nothing to do with the story, but it's oh, Snapchat trying to reinvigorate itself. Yeah, they've. Um, I can't remember what they're trying to do. So they try. They've separated your friends from the um, oh, publishers, yeah. sorry, like the media. Yeah, so many so people you, hate that. So Snapchat basically. Uh, on the left, you swiped, I think it was, and you had all the stories from your friends. And if you swiped to your right, there was all the other stories. And now they're just putting all the promoted stuff there. Yeah. Whereas before, it was a mixture of both, and you could just sort of go through it. And now everyone's just like, nah, I think they've, from what I heard from the reactions, uh, it doesn't sound like it's a good plan. It is interesting because I, I got into Snapchat. I want to say about a year ago, and I wasn't like into it for long. I just played it around, tried it out after the APEC conference, basically. APEC conference, the um, Australasian uh, podcast conference. Yeah. Um, and Asia-Pacific podcast conference, that's what it was. And so, yeah, I, I had a bit of a play around with it, and then I got told off for um, doing a Snapchat with my shirt off in bed or something. I don't know. That sounds about right. No one wants to see that. It sounds terrible. Well, yeah, but that wasn't the point. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, I've never been a big Snapchat user, but uh, it'll be interesting. But, but Gary Vee was so into it, remember? And then... Um, oh, he still is. He posts about 400 things a day on it. Oh, really? So. Oh, no, Instagram, sorry. Yeah, I don't no, know what no, he's up to. No, no, he switched from Snapchat to Instagram. Wow, he probably does everything. He has a whole media. Well, he does everything, yeah. Anyway, what's coming up this week, Chris? Oh, handshake before we go. Okay, finish us off with a handshake. What about Did you hear about that? No. So, um, some Iranian diplomat was in New Zealand and uh, refused to shake the hand of a female Labour MP. Oh, I heard... No, I didn't read. I just saw the top story where Judith Collins said something about... um, It it shouldn't be a a thing. It should just... Something. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see. I actually saw Judith Collins in a picture, but I, I had a quick read of it and didn't say anything about her, so I don't know what that was about. But um, one of the men from the Labour Party delegation refused to shake his hand in turn in solidarity. Um, but I just wanted to ask the question: What do you think about that? Because culture is culture, right? So, a, I understand if somebody will not do something because it really yeah. has a problem with the culture. And I, and I can give that example. I think we might have talked about this before, about kissing men in France, uh, in, in, in Morocco, mm. French Morocco. So you do the kiss on the cheek. So I'd lived in Spain for a year. I was so used to kissing women on the cheek, hello, goodbye, all that sort of thing. Go to French Morocco and you do that with the guys. And c- – in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just the way things are here. It's not a big deal. It's a kiss on the cheek. It's not like a, I'm smooching the guy or anything. I just couldn't do it. I tried. I just couldn't. I like at some base level, I just like pulled away. 
It wasn't until I was leaving that I sort of did that with my friend before he left. I was like, "Can I give us a kiss?" And he's like, "You don't do that because I've been doing that for like three weeks." Going, yeah. "No, I don't do that." And I was like, "I do today," and and did that and left and jumped on a plane and stuff. But um, yeah, it's I, so from that point of view, that cultural, I think low level I, bias. I get, but I think and, the problem is that they didn't know beforehand or did well, some exactly. research. That's the issue. It's I think the that's diplomat, the, issue. the diplomat. Or his team. Should be prepared for that, or he shouldn't have that job. But I don't think it's up to us, New Zealand, to get on a high horse about it and go, rah, 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 No, rah, I don't rah, think rah. so. They I, should have just rolled with it and just gone, okay. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's a handshake. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. D- you know, if you did shake his hand, did you get magical powers because you get that from other people? No. Yeah. So no, I just thought it was interesting to think about and ask that question. So there anyway. you go. When you come to the end of this podcast, go find the closest person to you and shake their hand and tell them that we said to do it. <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh, don't use your left hand because uh, yeah. no. Make sure to uh, tell your friend <laughs> about the podcast, and uh, you know what would be really good on Facebook on the Facebook page, the Chris and Sam podcast. There's a little thing at the top about leaving a review. Go on there and leave a review. That may or may not help us. I'm not sure, but it'd be cool to see some reviews. Uh, I'm the only one that's done one so far. Really? Yeah, I wrote on I it. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. So when you click on it and you leave a review, does it leave a review on Facebook or does it leave a review on the... Nah, Facebook. So, so when oh, you, really? So when you set up... You pa- can leave reviews on Facebook now. No, yeah, because the pay- there's so many pages that you can set up now, it says you're setting this page up as a podcast and then there's a little review thing there now. Oh, really? Yeah, so check that out and... Uh, I should check that out. <laughs> Sam's rolling his eyes for those that don't know. <laughs> no comment, but uh, we better go. Uh, we'll catch you next week at episode 170. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.